Good morning. This is Giannis Jackson, and I am your host of the Sunday Chronicle. We are coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. We are so happy that you can join us this morning. This morning we have a very special guest. Uh, He is my friend and he also is a senator of the 23rd District, Mr. Curtis Hertel Jr. I will uh, let, I will step aside, but he is sponsoring the show for today. So I'd like to thank him very much for supporting this very worthy community platform and I I just want to give the senator a minute to introduce himself and just talk a little bit about what he's been doing uh senator well uh first of all thank you Yanis for having me on uh you know I know how much your family uh has meant to this community uh and uh when you talk about community service uh, your family has been a family of service and trying to get information out to the public uh for decades so uh, thank you for uh, having the show. Thank you for having me on, uh, and I'm excited to be here. Uh, you know, uh, public service is uh, one of the most important parts of my life. Uh, besides being a father, it's probably the most important thing I do. Uh, you know, I grew up in a house of public service. My grandfather father was a teacher in the Detroit Public School. Um, he's got an amazing story. He served in World War II, uh, was shot. Uh, with a machine gun, came back, uh, ran a bar on the east side of Detroit, and then in his 40s went back to become a public school teacher because he wanted to go back uh, to give back to his community. And uh, did all that and inspired three boys to run for office, uh, my dad and my two uncles who served in uh, the state house and then the state senate and congress from the east side of Detroit. That inspired uh, a, leg- a legacy of service that continues to, to, to this day. My family's had 100 years of service with the state legislature. Uh, my brother now serves in the state house um, from St. Clair, Georgia. We're the first two brothers in Michigan history to serve 90 miles apart from each other. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, it's really, uh, it's, it's very, very, it, it's, it's very cool. I get to work with my family every uh, every single day and try to make uh, the, the, the people of Michigan's lives better. That's um, awesome. I, I think the public service is a calling. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that, that uh, of all the things that um, I could do in my life, I, I believe I'm doing the thing that um, God gave me the gifts to, uh, to, to do, which is to fight for people. Um, and so I, I love my job every single day. I'm excited to go to the Capitol. I'm sad that I'll be terminated out in eight months, but I've enjoyed every moment of it, and I'm really proud of uh, our record of public service. That is awesome. And, you know, I think about your family, and I think about how um, families within Lansing, if um, they have been into public service, uh, it's, it's great when we cross paths because our, our, our relationship, it goes more than one generation. So that's why I'm really excited about having you here and talking about um, your walk uh, throughout public service. And, and um, if anyone's missed it uh, or if I did not say it, today we're going to talk about public service versus just being a politician and, and, and the importance of public service within a community. Um, so, uh, Senator, if you could please walk me through some of the things or some of the positions that you held. You talked a little bit about your family and your love and your dedication to, to, to service. So just walk me through your career and, and, and what each 
position entail? Because I think uh, sometimes, and e- even myself, I, I, I do my best to keep up with local politics, but I don't know every position and, 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 and how they function. So maybe you can just briefly give us an overview of that. For sure. Thank you. Uh, when I was 22 years old, I was elected to the county commission. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm 44 now, so it's 22 years in, in, in uh, public service. Uh, so I was elected to the county commission when I was uh, 22. Uh, I was the youngest uh, county commissioner there at the time. Uh, I uh, beat a Republican incumbent. It was the closest election I've ever had. I, I got... Uh, Fifty one and a half percent of the vote won by three hundred and fifteen votes. Wow! Um, and that race uh, was a lot about service. It was about knocking doors and talking to people and meeting them where they were. I got to people's door, and by the third time, they were like, "Listen, we've talked. You've listened to me. Uh, please don't come back, but we're going to vote for you because uh, I think people are a little <laughs> tired of it." Uh, but. Um, you know, that, that service on the county commission really built um, uh, what my career has been about. You know, we expanded the Ingham Health Plan mm-hmm. uh, to a couple more people. What, what, what you know, Obamacare uh, looks like, what the Affordable Care Act is, is built on plans like uh, the Ingham Health Plan that provided uh, health care access to, uh, at that point, 16,000 people in our community. We fought the price of prescription drugs for seniors. We, do, we created a plan uh, where seniors could pool their resources and uh, pool their buying power, and we could actually uh, lower the prescription drug costs. Uh, we took over a zoo, a zoo that was struggling, on, it, it, but was a community jewel, mm-hmm. that we would have lost that zoo if the county didn't take it over, and uh, we were able to do that. So, so you know, I, I was really proud to serve on the county commission and fight for all those things. Um, I then ran for Register of Deeds in the middle of a foreclosure crisis. Most wow. people look at the Register of Deeds office and say, oh, well, it's, you know, uh, it's a ministerial office, right? You're, mm-hmm. It's where you record things and those things. But we were seeing people hurting every single day. Um, so we became an agent of change for our community. We uh, uh, hired a lawyer that handled foreclosure fraud cases, people that did everything right, that wanted to keep their home and that were – because the, the banks were using using illegal documents, were lying to people, were hiring these lawyers that would go after people, were taking people's homes, even though those people um, did the right things. We had cases where people made every single payment, every single payment, and were still foreclosed on. Wow. Uh, we had people uh, where uh, documents came into our office that were obviously forged. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, they were, they were, uh, we, we broke one of the major cases in Michigan, the largest foreclosure fraud case in Michigan, where hundreds of people's, uh, properties were dirtied up with these false do- documents. Uh, there was a woman, um, named Linda Green. Now she, Linda Green wasn't a bank president, but she was signing as that she was actually, um, somebody who just worked at one of these mills and they, they used her name cause it was easy to sign. Uh, there was a woman named it was Tawana Thomas. They, they, her signature was so forged that sometimes it was signed left-handed and sometimes it was signed, it was signed right-handed. Oh, no. You had a woman who died and was still foreclosing on, on people's homes after she died, which is impossible, right? I mean, um, and, and so people are, were hurting. So we sued every major bank in the country to get, try to get them to pay their taxes, and we handled those 
uh, cases of, of fraud. Oh, wow. And it's, um, it's good to hear stories like this, Senator, because um, a lot of times I, I think in the public we feel so disconnected from our leadership. So it's good to hear uh, how you go to bat for the people. And it's not I don't want to even say it in a, in a past tense because you still go to bat for the people. I know that you're accessible. Right. And that's so important. And, and, and you showing up to do things like this with the community to let them know that you're here. So I want to applaud you for that and, and, and always being there to assist the public. And um, Thank you. And, and so um, just transitioning into your role now, is that after the Register of Deeds? Is that when you... Um... Yeah, I, I, so... Um... I decided after six years of registered deeds, the foreclosure crisis was starting to get to go down. Um, those numbers were going down, and I had done what I could do. Mm-hmm. And um, but what I saw oftentimes was that even people that did all the right things were still getting hurt. Yeah. They were losing their homes. The laws were on the side of those that had money. The laws were on the side of the powerful, and that needed to change. And uh, the Republicans at the time were trying to pass right to work in the Senate. Mm. And I went out and uh, uh, with my brothers and sisters in labor, and we were marching on the Capitol building. And they shut us off from the Capitol and, and closed that down. The people's body, the people's building, they shut us out of that building. What year was and, this, Senator? Uh, th- that was in 2013. Okay. So um, I ran for Senate in 2014. Okay. okay. Um, uh, so, you know, uh, so we, we, we protested and we tried, you know, I, I was sitting on the ground with my brother outside of the uh, governor's office trying to block that bill from being brought over that they had uh, done behind people's backs and uh, made a deal in the middle of the night. So we were trying to block that. We had, you know, state police around us. Um, you know, uh, there were fears we'd be arrested. Uh, I was fine with that if that's what it took. Um, and, uh, and eventually, uh, they signed that bill. But for me, that was the turning point that I was like, you know, uh, I grew up in the Capitol building. I used to play hide and go seek in the Capitol building. That is the people's building. That is, you know, that is, that belongs to them. And they, they were blocked out of that building and that we couldn't actually have our voices heard. That somebody had to go and, and you know, get into that building and try to change that. Mm-hmm. And that's when I ran for the Senate. Um, and uh, I'm proud of the work that me and my team have done in helping people in our community. Um, you know, the job of a senator, sometimes it's passing a bill, sometimes it's making an amendment, sometimes it's giving a speech. But the most important job that we have is to try to solve problems for people. And every day people call my office, it's never their best day because they have some problem going on in the state. And, you know, it's my my job and my team's job. Uh, and I really do look at that. My team is a team of public servants mm-hmm. um, that we help people to, to their problems on employment. We help people because um, uh, they're going to lose their home. We help people because their food assistance has been cut off or their medical assistance has been cut off. The, you know, those are the kind of things that uh, probably aren't the the fancy parts of the job. They're not the, the parts that everyone gets to see on TV or read about in a newspaper. 
But that's the most important thing that we do in my office, which is to try to serve the public and try to help them uh, through the toughest times uh, that they're dealing with in our community. Yes, and and I, I I see you actively doing these things, and so that that's wonderful. I, I follow you um, throughout your career, and I follow you very closely during the pandemic and how you transition your coffee hours over to vo- virtual and some of the things you were doing to help people get their unemployment and, and things like that. I followed that, and that is what stuck out to me. And I wanted to get you on the show so more people know uh, what you're doing. And it's almost as if if, if, if if people aren't aware of you fighting on their behalf, it's almost like, you know, you're, you're fighting these silent battles. So I, I wanted to bring you to the forefront and let people know that you're accessible to help with these things. And if you don't have the answer, you'll you know, try to help them connect with the the person or the resources to help them. Is that correct? I mean, that's just what I see. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, like, uh, um, we're, we're like an ombudsman for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. They, call, they, they call us because they can't get the answer themselves, and we're mm-hmm. going to fight to try to make sure that, that we find the right answer. I mean, they're, they're, we've gone so far as to call uh, – uh, there was one case where we need to get a guy's driver's license who couldn't actually figure it out. He'd been homeless for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we ended up having to call uh, a state senator in New York. So I looked him up. I found, you know, who it was. We called him, and, and, and he helped us solve, solve the case uh, all the way that started in uh, over in a different state. Um, it's just about you have to, to love and care for people, and that's really, I think, the most important part about any public service job. Um, it, it has to be about, uh, you know, a, a deep, care for those people and that's and that's who we hire in my office is the people that do that and i i'm i, I honestly i'm really lucky because i do have a great team they're wonderful people and they've done a great job serving this community as well thank you senator and i i wanted to just do a a, a quick um a check-in here you are listening to stacks 92.1 this is the sunday chronicle i am your host janice jackson and i am talking to senator curtis hertel He is the state senator for the 23rd District in Michigan. So he represents the city of Lansing, East Lansing, as well as the townships of uh, Aladian, if I mispronounce that, forgive me, township, Michigan, Aurelius, Bunker Hill, Delhi, Ingham, Lansing, and there's a few more. I won't go into all of them, but um, he was, again, a a register of deeds in 2008 and then uh, reelected to a second term. Um, He's here today to tell us about what he's doing. He's also, uh, his office has uh, sponsored this show. So I wanted to make sure that we give credit where credit is due. Um, Senator, I wanted to ask you, in this show being about public service, what is the difference, uh, in your opinion, from a politician and a public servant? So uh, I think a politician is worried about their name being out front of everything. They're worried about credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they want they want uh, the credit for the things that they do. They want to stand out, um, uh, beat their chest, and talk about you know how they're that they're doing things all all, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're somebody who is less worried about things getting done and more worried about how it looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, let me give I, I'll give you an example. Um, one of the things I'm most proud of is a bill that doesn't have my name on it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 
uh, a bill to help firefighters that have uh, cancer. Mm. Um, because firefighters fight cancers, fight, fight fires, they deal with chemicals that uh, cause uh, cancers at, at, at much higher rates than the average person. And so they were promised a fund that was going to take care of them if they got cancer on the job. And the former governor, Governor Snyder, signed the bill that gave them those protections and then never funded the fund. Mm -hmm. So took credit for it, said, hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to help you out. I signed this bill and I'm on your side. And I never actually put any money into the fund in two different budgets. Mm -hmm. So I was very frustrated because, uh, you know, these are my people. These are people that these are people that run into a burning building when everybody else is running out of it. They deserve protections. Um, I mean, everyone does, but they deserve protection so much. Yes. Indeed. And so we uh, brought hundreds of firefighters from around the state. We uh, lined the Capitol building. We, we had a reporter go around asking each member if they were going to sign on to the proposal. And I got up and made a motion to discharge the bill. Uh, out of committee uh, to, to make that, to, to fund that. Mm -hmm. The Republicans went back in the caucus room for two hours. They wouldn't come out because they were, you know, they, they, so finally one of them comes out and they come take me to a back room and they say, okay, we're really, really mad at you for doing this. I said, I don't care about that. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they said, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, we're, you know, we'll, we'll take your committees away. We'll take your staff away. I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with threats. And I couldn't get these people to leave right now if you wanted me to. I mean, like, they have a real problem they want it solved by the people, by the people that are sitting in this body to consult it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so finally they said, okay, we'll make a deal with you. We'll give them the money as long as your name doesn't have to be on the bill. I said, I don't care about whose name's on the bill. What do I care? You know, I mean, yeah, give them, give, yeah. So um, they gave another Republican member the, the bill, the fund to fund it. Uh, he, he got the credit, you know, for it. But here's the reality. All those firefighters knew who was actually fighting for them. They didn't mm -hmm. care who that guy was. So that guy ran for re-election, and uh, the firefighters endorsed his opponent. His name was on the bill, but that didn't really mean much to him because he didn't fight for him. Wow. Uh, and he lost his re-election. Oh. And uh, you know, so he, he, did, he lost. Uh, because he played the political move. I'm going to put my name on a bill that I didn't actually do anything for because I want it. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, uh, I was the firefighters legislator of the year that year because I, they knew who stood up and fought for him. And that's, to me, the difference between a politician and a public servant. A politician is the person who takes credit for things that, aren't, that, that, they, that they didn't do the work on, that um, says they're going to do something, votes for a bill, but doesn't actually make sure that the bill actually helps people. They just, you know, they, they, they pass a bill and they, uh, they take credit for it, but don't actually ever make sure that it actually does the things it's supposed to do for people. Um, that's, that's to me the difference between a public servant who doesn't care whose name's on the bill, doesn't care, um, you know, what the details are. What they care about is actually getting that help to individuals that need that, that need it. That's that's to me what public service is all about. And that's and, and that's a, a very good answer. So you have lots of your constituents listening right now. What would you like to say to them, to the ones that maybe haven't heard your voice or don't know uh, what you do? Just what do you want to say? Just uh, pour out to the community. You know, the first thing I'd like to say is that, you know, 
I've, I've been able to serve in the Senate now for seven years and two months. I have uh, 10 months left. And I first just want to thank them for that opportunity um, because it's been the greatest honor of my life. Um, and I'd also like to say that I know that the last uh, two years have been tough, you know, dealing with a global pandemic, all the uncertainty and all those and all those things. And we've had just amazing people step up in so many ways. I mean, it's easy for me as somebody who gets a title like a senator. You know, people thank me all the time, but I don't think the average person gets thanked nearly enough for what they've put up with um, during this pandemic and their own service to this community. So, uh, you know, to the nurses, to the teachers, to the bus drivers, uh, to the person that, that worked at the gas station and uh, made sure that we could still get gas, to the, to the person that stocked the shelves, to mm-hmm. the person, you know, all those people that made sure that we were all safe and fed and um, taken care of during this pandemic. I mean, I think we should be thinking that at the end of the day, my job is to push a button for a living, and their job actually was to protect and save people. So mm-hmm. um, they deserve a, a lot of thanks uh, for the last two years. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I agree with that. Um, and, and this is uh, a good time to talk about these things because so much has changed drastically in this two years. And this, um, I think, is a, a good time for a show like this, too. So we can continue to sew, to sew together the fabric of the community. This is very important that we know who's in office and what roles they function in and how we access them. And so that's why um, during this show, I'd like to bring on as many people as possible that have key roles in this community. Um, Because uh, without us connecting, um, I don't believe we can move forward. And so um, with that, where do you see things going you've been um in your seat uh and it, it, it will it be a total of eight years eight years is well, the most you can serve yeah okay so eight years from when you started what are some of the positive changes let's 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 focus on the positive changes because we can complain and talk about bad stuff but in that eight years tell me about some of the goals you've met and, and some of the things you've changed or helped to change for the better? Yeah, listen, I think um, this term has been uh, much better than last, to be honest with you. I mean, the first, the, the first four years I served uh, with a Republican governor, and a, we, we had 11 seats in the state Senate, so we were in the super minority. Um, we, you know, we had the best election year since, uh, since Watergate. Democrats picked up five seats. I'm the fir- we're the first caucus in Michigan history to be half women and half men. So my first four years in the Senate, there were four women in the entire Senate, and now there are eight women just in the Democratic caucus. Um, we have a caucus that looks like Michigan. You know, we have people of four different races and five different religions, and we're the first openly gay member to ever serve in the Senate. Um you know, my caucus, look, when we sit around our caucus table, it's a lot bigger than it used to be, but it's also much more representative of, of who Michigan is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's improved. Uh, we have a governor, and I, I, I love Gretchen Whitmer. Um, she's had a very tough, 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 you know, year for four years for governor, to be, for two of them to be in the middle of a global pandemic. 
Uh, she's had a tough time, but, but she's a fighter. She's a fighter for people. Mm-hmm. Um, she does what she thinks is best. Um, she does. She puts that in front of politics every single time. Um, and I've worked with her uh, in these last four years to make sure that we've had the highest funding for for uh, education in Michigan's history. We've had the highest amount of funding for student mental health in history. You know, as people went through the pandemic, you know, isolation and everything else was very difficult for people. Um, and, and just the constant news of the threats that were around us. Um, and kids felt that. And so we're making those strategic investments so that we can actually invest in, in our kids and make sure that they're, that they're uh, healthy moving forward. Um, we're looking at uh, uh, an economy that while inflation is way too high and gas prices are way too high and food is way too high, the good news on that side is wages are up and the jobs are coming here to Lansing. You look at what happened with GM and those uh, the battery plant that's coming here and the long-term jobs that we're able to protect here in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm very optimistic, actually. I mean, I have four kids, so you have to be an optimist. Oh. Um, I'm an optimist for Michigan's future uh, and our country's future. I get it. You watch TV, it looks dark. I understand everything that's happening in Russia. I understand, you know, the former president, uh, Trump, that wanted to divide this country and wanted to divide us against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see more reasons for positive looks into our future. You know, we survived one of the toughest uh, things that uh, a lot of generations have never had to survive, which is right. a global pandemic. We, 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 we're we're going to come out of that stronger. We figured out that we can build things in Michigan here again, and we're seeing that investment, and we're seeing those jobs come. Uh, I'm very optimistic about Michigan's future. Well, and and that's good. I mean, because what the one thing that I, I've seen, uh, Senator, is during uh, during the pandemic, I'm going to be honest, I've seen more people in the community come together than ever. Um, Absolutely. And it, even if it had to be from a virtual space, um, but uh, for me as well, I really had um, a fire lit in me and um, I committed to a level of service that I, you know, was um, I wasn't familiar with. And so a lot of things are uh, bad things are happening around us. But I use that um, and, and I wanted it to, to, to get a more positive um, outcome. from some of my actions and that's when I really started to see service differently Um, working behind the scenes even if I didn't get recognized like you said about the bill you didn't have your name on it but you championed this bill you fought for this and um, with that being said I, I also realized the importance of you know, getting out there, getting on the ground, not always have, having the glory or having my name out there. Um, but for me personally, I know whatever time that I'm serving, if I'm out and I'm giving food and, and doing that, I know that that's good. I don't question my actions. That's a good thing. And so that's helped me get through. And I believe it's helped other people get through. And so I wanted to raise uh, my service to a new level. And so that's what happened for me. And I, and, and I just seen a, a new, um, like a fire lit in, uh, inside of a lot of community members. Absolutely. No, we, the bet, we came together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, there are things that, you know, it's hard because there will, you, you can never look at the pandemic as a positive thing because, of course, mm-hmm. people are not going to have those family members they lost that right, right. 
uh, Christmas time and uh, in their lives. And as somebody who lost their dad, who was my best friend, and I know you just experienced this as well. Yes. Um, you know that loss can never be. There's no. There's no amount of goodness that can go into that hole that will that will fill it. Yes. And uh, I, I get that, but mm-hmm. I do think that there are some positive things that came out in the sense that. Um, you know, and we, we learned that we could depend on each other a little more, mm-hmm. um, that we could find some grace for each other. I think that's one of the things that's been missing from society is just a little bit of grace. Yes. Um, and, and so maybe we've gotten a little bit better at that, and maybe we hold on to our families a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we appreciate the things that we have a little more and the opportunities that we have a little more. Yeah. Um, and so I think there are some positive things that come, that come out of great tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, and I think that, and I think a chance for service is one of those things for sure. We are uh, talking with uh, Senator Curtis Hertel Jr. Uh, the office of Curtis Hertel Jr. has sponsored this show, uh, so he uh, so he can connect uh, with the people once again in another way. Um, and Senator, can you tell uh, the community, tell your constituents how they can get a hold of you? Um, because they might be wondering, and, and, and they might wonder uh, how you might be able to help him, th- them. Can you uh, just give them a little information on how to reach you? Absolutely. Uh, the biggest way is to call my office, mm-hmm. um, 517-373-1734. Uh, that's the office number. If you need help in this community, if there's something that we can help you with in terms of state government, uh, you know, my team is there to help you, and, and we, we want to do that. Um, you can also get a hold of us through Facebook and Twitter. Um, so we have a, 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 a official Senate Facebook page um, that uh, anyone can follow, anyone can send messages to, um, and we can help you that way. Uh, we're also available uh, by, uh, by through Twitter. Um, it's at Curtis Hertel Jr., um, so you can follow me on Twitter, and we can tell you all the great things that are happening in this community. Uh, we, we do virtual coffee hours. Um, if, you, if you call the office, we can get you on that list. If you're interested in, in coming to those, we're starting to do in-person coffee hours again, oh, so good. if you want to see those. Um, uh, we'd, we'd love to see people's faces. I miss that. I miss that. You know, Zooms can only do so much. You right. know, Facebook can only do so much. You want to actually see people and hug them and talk to them about their about, about what's happening in their lives. Um you asked what you thought the question you asked was what am I doing next? I don't have any answer yet, but I can tell you it's in public service. I'm not, uh, I have no interest in um, going, cashing out anywhere or anything else. I, I love uh, to serve the public. I don't know what the answer is is next, but I, but I can mm-hmm. tell you that it will mm-hmm. be someplace where I'm serving people. Yes. And I agree with you about how public service is a calling. I, I mean, I just feel like you just don't, you know, it grows inside of you. It's in your blood and it is a calling because it can be thankless work, you know? And so with that being said, I want to make sure to thank you. I know that it's tireless hours, uh, campaigning, knocking doors and, and having people say, I'll vote for you. Don't come back. I mean, those types of things. And so I want to thank you for that. Um, you know, being on the floor and, 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 you know, fighting for these bills, championing these bills. I mean, it is a thankless job at times. So these moments that I have, 
to connect with my leaders in the community. I want to thank them for that time. I want to thank them for being accessible because there's many that I try to get a hold of and I can't. I can't get a call back. And so for me to be able to have a Michigan senator on on this show and, and, and talking to the people, I think that speaks volumes about your character about your accessibility and about the job you've done as a, a as a, a Michigan senator. I'm very uh, honored to have you on the show. I want to thank you for for being on the show and connecting with community always. Thank you, uh, Senator Hertel. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate your public service, and um, we'll, we'll keep fighting. Thank you. Thank yes. you very much for having me. Thank you. And everybody, I want to thank you once again for tuning in with us in the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host, Giannis Jackson, and I am here to bring the community a a platform. So community knows what community needs, and we're going to bring the issues that matter most. We're going to bring them home. And so if you are interested in this worthy platform, please reach out. You can reach us out on um, on Facebook, the, the Chronicle News 86 on Facebook. You can um, shoot us a, a, a message, inbox us, email us at, at the Chronicle News 86 at gmail.com and, and get involved. I mean, this is here for the people. And to come on, you don't have to be a millionaire rock star. <laughs> um, so we are looking for sponsorship opportunities to keep it going. So, again, thank you very much, Senator, and everybody that's tuned in. We hope to uh, that you tune in next week uh, to the Sunday Chronicle, and you make it a great day. Thank you. Thank you.